Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today I am here with Nia. Hello, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited about it. Today, we're going to be talking about your journey as an actress. And to start off, you starred in a new short film called Hoodwinkers, and it's actually directed by Michael Keane, who has appeared previously on my podcast. And so with that, you're also from Ireland, correct? Yeah, living in Ireland at the moment. So yeah, really cool that we can connect from so far away across the world, which is the great thing about Zoom, I suppose. Yes, definitely. And it's so awesome to be able to chat with you today because I know you're an actress and you've been doing this for some time now. And so it's really exciting to learn a little bit more about what goes on behind the scenes because all I see is what's happening in front of the camera. Yeah, exactly. And so much happens behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. So talking about Hoodwinkers, I have a synopsis here. So your movie is about a small study session that leads to a crazy party. And the following hungover day, a class must figure out how to pass the Irish leaving certificate exam without knowing a clue of Irish. So I think that's really interesting because it's a little fun, like teen short film, what is your experience being featured in this film? Yeah, it was really exciting. Um, I suppose that the film world in Ireland and especially in Cork, where I where I live, it's really sort of a small pool. So once you get to know a few people, you know, once you have your foot in the pond, a small bit, you meet a range of just amazing people who share the same passion that you have and the same love for acting. So I actually met Michael on a Zoom that was conducted by somebody who was a director of a short film and we were both on the Zoom together and after that Zoom um, we sort of like you know Michael followed me on Instagram and stuff like that and we were just chatting for a while and he was saying that he was interested in making a new short film and what I like to be a part of it and I just said of course because I'm always you know looking for work and especially before I head to college and stuff like that looking to build up my CV and my repertoire of work and so I was really excited to be a part of it and um, he sent me the script and then it just all happened so quickly and we all just, he said, okay, we're going to film at my school for one day. I'll meet you at my school at 8am. And I just said, okay, let's do it. So <laughs> it was, it was pretty spontaneous to be honest. Um, and I had never met any of the other, you know, cast or crew before, but I suppose the beauty of it is that we all just connected so well on the day and everyone just shared this love of acting and this such excitement and it was great energy there on the day and 
it was all filmed in one day and the premiere of it actually was last night which was really exciting yeah I've seen the behind the scenes like the red carpet premiere so let's talk a little bit more about that because I watched the um the little compilation you guys put together and it's so cute like all of you guys wearing beautiful gowns and the the red carpet and it was just such a nice night it was so beautiful and so what was your experience going to that red carpet premiere yeah well I suppose that obviously COVID has changed all of our lives so you know we haven't you know for me who I'm always applying for things and the auditions sort of were at a standstill for a while um throughout those few months so I think that this was my first acting job since after COVID and just to have the excuse to you know dress up and go to this, you know, red carpet, which he actually did have a red carpet. It was my first red carpet event, so it was really exciting. Yeah, it was, and the premiere last night, it was all of our first time seeing it. So Michael kept it really under wraps and sort of let us all, you know, it was really great that we, all of our first time seeing it was all of us together. So we were able to, you know, gauge each other's reactions and look at each other's facial expressions when we appeared on the big screen, which was, yeah, it was an amazing time and I had such a wonderful night. So hopefully there'll be many more um, exciting premieres like that that I can go to in the future. Yeah, definitely. I can tell there are going to be big things happening for you. <laughs> I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and like um, Michael actually sent me the film before you guys saw it. <laughs> no way! I'm jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, I watched it and I was like, mm-hmm this is fun. I like it already. And it's really funny to say that because Michael was like, do not tell anyone, do not show anyone. I was like, I got you. Like, (laughs) this is only gonna, I'm, I'm the only person who's ever gonna watch this. Like, don't worry about it. (laughs) I know it's, oh my God, it's crazy. Yeah. Because he, you know, he released the trailer of it and the trailer was so funny. Um, it was like, you know, with like this music, like, this really just upbeat music and it was a real sort of party style and it was sort of you know taking a laugh out of the leaving certificate which is what we have in Ireland it's our sort of exams at the final you know the final hurdle before moving to college and stuff like that so it was for Irish people a really universal topic that everyone can relate to so that he really kept it under wraps and you know not showing anyone at all and making sure that it was top secret until it was actually released last night which made it a a really exciting night because we were all just had so many different emotions going in there but we all came out so happy with the end result so it was wonderful and so what was your reaction seeing yourself on the big screen yeah you know what I actually texted Michael about this this morning because I I now have a link to it which thank god I can I can watch it myself and I watched it a, a couple more times since the premiere and I was like at the very start he just did one close-up on me and it was about three minutes and he just sort of said okay just just pretend that there's a scene happening in front of you and just give all these different facial expressions so it was just me sitting in the classroom by myself I didn't have anything to bounce off of so I was just sort of you know doing different faces and stuff like that and he said you gave me a face for every single possible situation that could have happened in the classroom. <laughs> so every time something happened, it went to the close-up of me and it was sort of a reaction like throwing my eyes up to heaven or sort of shaking my head or laughing. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, Michael, I didn't think I'd appear as much as I did. And he said, all the facial expressions I needed were there. So I came out of it and my mom goes, oh my God, I didn't think 
your face have you seen so much and I was like <laughs> neither did I to be honest <laughs> that's so funny so it was just like one recording and then like it was used for different scenes right yeah that's it so um let's just start with Neov and let's just maybe you know do a close-up and just just give me different facial expressions so I just said okay you're you're not giving me much to work with here but okay I'll do it um and then he said that he just split up that take and sort of used it at little bits throughout the film which was you know I think that it's so exciting for an actor to see how your project turns out in the end because you never know what the final take's going to look like and you never know what's going to be put in or put out so it was it was exciting to watch definitely seeing yourself on the big screen and like your family's reaction how did they feel about you appearing in this film yeah well I think that my my mom and dad and my sister they're all so supportive of me and you know I sort of I'm always traveling up and down to throughout Ireland for different auditions and things like that and they're always you know they just are behind me 100% of the way so they were so excited to be there and to see the film and they were just thrilled at how it turned out as well and they were saying hopefully we'll have many more red carpets like this again where we can you know watch your work on the big screen so I think that we're all just it was such an exciting first experience for all of us and yeah we really had a great time watching it. Yeah that sounds awesome and so how are your friends reaction to this? Yeah well I came into school the next day and people were like what what were you at you know they just saw because there was sort of snippets of it shared online but it wasn't like it wasn't the full picture so it was just you know a picture of me on the red carpet and I I I got so many different messages being like what are you at you were at school today and now you're at a red carpet tonight and now you're in school in the morning like what is this (laughs) and so Uh I think people were so excited about it and everyone in school is asking me where can we watch it where can we watch it and you know it must have been so exciting to be at a at a red carpet event and to be able to dress up and get your hair and makeup done be after COVID after such a long time where we're just in our pajamas at home you know so yeah people were were just really exciting and they were asking me loads of questions about it and yeah everyone's so supportive which is amazing that sounds awesome it's so funny how you brought up like you were in school one morning and then at night a red carpet premiere and then like (laughs) almost like nothing happened the next day (laughs) I know because I came into school the next day and my hair was still a little bit curled and people were like wait that was last night and I was like yeah that was was just last night and here I am doing algebra and maths class you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) just casually now I'm really curious how long have you been acting for yeah well I think that okay so when I was about three years old um my mom and dad put me into a stage school so I was you know attending drama dance and singing and stuff like that um and I always loved being on the stage you know I'd appear in the Christmas pantomime every year which I'm not sure if that's a that's something that you do in America um but you know just sort of dance shows and things like that and in the school play I'd always be the one who would be so eager about it so I think that I always had that sort of love of just performing um but it was only recently in the past three or four years that I discovered that acting is my real passion and that's you know you know I think that the burning question when I was younger is do you prefer acting singing or dancing and I'd always be like oh my god I don't know but now I know that just acting is where I get the butterflies in my tummy and that's just what I really love to do and I just have such a passion for it and that's the route that I'm hoping to go down in the future and I'd love to pursue a career 
So hopefully that'll work out. Um, but yeah, that's definitely where my heart's at at the moment. Yeah, and you're actually talented in it. Like, come on, that specific facial expression scene, like Michael didn't give you any instruction and then you just pulled off like a million (laughs) facial expressions. Like that is some talent. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. When you were deciding that acting was kind of your thing, how did you make that realization? Was it just like a one night click where you were like yes acting is my thing or you kind of just took a very long time to discover your love for acting yeah it definitely wasn't um you know a sort of a switch overnight it was sort of building up for a while because um as I went into I left you know primary school and went into the next which would be high school I suppose um I had to sort of focus on okay well I can't be doing seven classes a week and all these different things you know I need to really get my priorities straight so I think that I would always be such a fan of, you know, acting through dance and acting through song. And I think that that sort of, I always knew at the back of my head that I had a flair for that. So um, as I sort of had to say, okay, I can't do ballet, tap, jazz and singing and group singing and I can't do drama as well. I need to cut back. And when I sort of explored different routes and I had my first screen experience and after that, I just said, yeah yeah this is it you know I just love this so much and to be able to make a career out of something so exciting just fascinates me so yeah I was just enthralled by everything to do with acting and you know in front of the camera and behind the camera I just love everything about it so yeah it really excites me yeah that sounds so fun and like just understanding everything about acting too like the Uh, everything that happens in front of the camera and behind the camera I think that's something really valuable that actors have that we as the common people don't understand that experience you know yeah let's talk a little bit more about your behind the scenes experience while filming Hoodwinkers so I've seen a couple like um, behind the scenes shot and like you got your pictures together after you guys finish um, filming so I was wondering, like, are there any funny moments that you'd like to share? Yeah, so I think that, you know, something that most people don't see, you know, behind the camera is just the hours and hours that goes into, you know, sending different auditions and all the sort of scripts that you'd receive and you'd never, ever hear back from again. So I think that that's the one thing that most people um don't really think about. But yeah, funny moments from on set. I think that you never know what's being recorded, you know what I mean? So like the bits of improvisation and when you're chatting to people in the classroom, you know, you could say, oh my God, I never knew he was recording that. And there was actually one bit where he said to me, he was like, um, oh, by the way, there was one bit and you were you were in the bathroom talking to someone on the phone and, you know, I, I, I picked up every word of what you said. And I was like, what? And he was like, and your mom was talking to you and, I think that's a scary thing because you hear, you hear it's like something. a reality show oh my gosh <laughs> no, imagine if I was like I'm having an awful time he'd be like getting all the tea I know it's crazy and um, so I think that's something that you hear a lot of actors say that you never know when the camera's rolling so whenever we're getting out of the car I say to my mom right we could be filmed from here till the end of the day so you know if I was saying to my mom oh, I'm tired, I just want to go home. That that could be all captured. And I think that's something that you often hear actors say that, you know, they were complaining about the, the director in their dressing room and everything was heard because they were filming another bit. So I think that's something funny that you 
you wouldn't think about but you have to be so careful of you know oh my gosh that sounds so stressful like it sounds exactly like reality shows like I don't know if you know Love Island it's giving me very much Love Island vibes right now yes (laughs) (laughs) definitely oh my gosh because like you have to be so careful because the camera's rolling the whole time which is which is kind of frightening. <laughs> I can't imagine if I was in that scenario because I always just like randomly blur out like super, super random things. All my friends are like, what are you even saying? So like if that was captured on camera, I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> I know. And it's like sometimes I say things and then I think afterwards, God, that was so weird. Why did I say that? Yeah. There's no need for me to say that. But I think that if that was captured, people would have the moments of me saying it and then my internal reaction like, did I just say that? And then me being like, oh, sorry, trying to cover it up, you know? So I think, God, it's so funny. The good thing is you can get fan edits out of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't gotten any of those yet now, Melody. I'm not that up. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll be all positive. Oh my gosh, that's so scary though. Like, have you ever had like those worries about like one day when you blow up outside of Ireland? Because I know you you guys are basically like celebrities in Ireland now. Like everyone knows the film, everyone knows of you guys. And so like outside of Ireland, when you guys get more popular, it, does that ever worry you? Well, I think that I always think about, you know, you know, like being in the next film and stuff like that. And just the thought of like people in other countries knowing me, you know, I've, that's, I don't really... That's something that's probably really ahead in the future, you know, but um, God, I think that would be so exciting. But you often hear people saying that like it's they can't even go to the supermarket without getting realized. So, oh, my God, that's crazy, isn't it? It's just a crazy lifestyle to think about. Um, And that I've met a few, you know, just people in Cork who've been in Cork stuff. And when you see them, you're like, this is a real person. Like I've literally watched them on my television and I feel like I know them from the TV show and here they are standing in front of me like it's crazy you know and it's crazy that that's people's livelihood and it's just wow incredible yeah I know right I live in LA um I've actually never met any celebrities which is really crazy to think about yeah because all of my friends have met someone famous but you know maybe I'm just unlucky or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah one day one day (laughs) but then like when my friends see someone famous it's usually like influencers youtubers occasionally some bigger celebrities but then like they would just be like okay it's really weird because they don't even act like the way they do on camera so yeah and then so sometimes they'd be so intimidated to go up and like ask for a picture or talk to them um yeah but understanding that that experience is coming for you I know and I think it's crazy that people sort of don't realize that you know when you're when you're being watched by millions of people that they're not watching you they're watching the character so you know somebody like Rachel McAdams for example who played Regina George people might be like oh, I bet you that she's so mean in real life and that she's, you know, really nasty and really popular. And and then you you probably meet her in real life and she's such a nice person because people are like, that's, that's not her. That's the character that she's portraying. So yeah. I think that's crazy to think that they're just, they're a completely different person to their character, which is such a talent. Exactly. Rachel McAdams acted as 
um oh my gosh I forgot the character's name I think it was Allie from the notebook yeah yeah the same year as Regina George from Mean Girls oh my god the difference there (laughs) the contrast and I've actually seen a post about that recently that she gave people that in one year and people were like this is the same person wow and I think that's something that as an actor you so want to strive for that you have so much diversity and that you have the dimensions to play all different kinds of people you know which I think is literally like the main goal of acting that you just touch people in a certain way that they forget that you are all these different characters which is so amazing yeah exactly and that's what you make of it too right so as actors you have to be able to interpret the script and understand like what role what vibe you're trying to give off for hoodwinkers what is the first thing you did to research your role Mm -hmm. yeah well whenever I receive a script I always like in the past few years after learning from you know loads of amazing opportunities during lockdown where I could attend so many different zooms with different directors and casting directors and I sort of picked up my own ways and sort of developed my own technique for whenever I receive a script and I always you know I'd read through it firstly and I'd always make sure that I read the whole script not just my bits so that I have the complete story and the complete arc from A to Z and then I'd sort of develop my character further and think about their backstory and why they are the way that they are so you know who are they where are they and what do they want from the script or just from life in general and also a really good method that I picked up from my acting teacher was for every line to sort of develop a metaphor for that line so you know it might be like okay the fizziness in my stomach happens in this line or you know the feeling of a hairbrush growing through my hair to get out the real anger and that's how you get that out and I sort of think that that method really helps for me to sort of put an image to every line so that I can visualize it in my head and um, really just explore all avenues of the characters even small things like what do my fingernails look like as a character you know am I dirty am I clean things that people wouldn't think of but ways that really help me you know go down different paths and really just become the character even more yeah that's a really good point to bring up like imagining the scenario in your head because like that scene when you did facial expressions you had nothing in front of you it was probably just cameras right yeah just cameras and lights and mics and so it's I think that that's something that you often hear you know I watch a lot of you know actors talking about their experience and they're saying that you know there could have been a part where they were screaming at somebody and crying and then you see it from the other perspective and all they're looking at is just a crew of 20 men around them holding microphones and a makeup person coming over doing their touch-ups and they have to give all this emotion when they're receiving nothing back which I think is crazy that people wouldn't think of while watching them perform. Exactly and I think a really good example of this is like when they were filming the live action Beauty and the Beast. Have you seen the behind the scenes when the Beast is like in CGI? crazy isn't it oh my god even even comparing it to Harry Potter you know where they might be looking at you know a big explosion in front of them and uh, you see it and it's just a little tiny little <laughs> little CGI prop it's it's crazy and it, yeah it takes so much skill I think to do that and I've never had any big experiences with CGI or anything like that but I presume it must be just so exciting to interact off of nothing yeah yeah 
yeah you have to be so creative and it just sounds really fun honestly because you can go anywhere with it yeah completely and then watching how it will turn out you know you'll you'll be watching it on the big screen and you'll be like god there I am with the fire but in fact (laughs) I was actually just in a room of a green screen so it's crazy yeah yeah it must be funny to watch back at those moments where you're like I was going off nothing (laughs) and then they made it into something so like the editing process is really important too yeah and I think it's scary as well because you have no control over it so you don't know what bits they could use and I've heard often heard stories of people saying you know I did such an amazing week on this particular scenario and they decided in the edit you know we don't need that anymore so let's just cut that out and you're kind of saying where was that week that I spent up a mountain you know yeah that they're they're so in control of it and you don't you have no idea of what could happen in the end which is such a riveting experience (laughs) you want to put out all of your work you want to put out all of your effort and then so knowing that some of those bits will be cut out it's kind of like heart-wrenching you know you're like I know no. <laughs> like, this is the baby that I created yeah yeah oh my gosh madness mm-hmm, definitely and so what's a struggle that most people don't expect actors to have because from my understanding like in the public's view it's kind of just perfect you know like everything goes smoothly you just watch the final film you don't see anything that happens behind the scenes so what is your thought on that yeah I think definitely just the you know the lead up that I heard recently um I'm not sure if you've watched Bridgerton but the girl in it she's actually Irish Nicola Coughlin and she had a main role in Bridgerton and she just said that most people don't realize you know they say you just submitted one audition and now snap your fingers and overnight you're in your sensation and she said well you didn't see the acting classes I've been taking since I was 12 years old you didn't see the times that my mom and dad drove me up and down and I had to fit in homework on the way to the audition and you didn't see you know even just this week I had a a lot of self-tapes that I had to do and people you know you often just don't hear back from them and I remember I was actually going through my emails and I saw when I was about 12 years old, I emailed all these Irish agents and I said, hello, I am a young actor. Um, I would love if you represented me because I am so passionate. I'll give it 100%, you know, I'll, I'll really work hard. And I'm sure out of those seven emails that I sent, I only received one response back saying, thank you, but you're not successful this time. And, you know, just the waiting, I think, as well, is so difficult. You're waiting to see, will they reply? Or if you send off an audition, you don't know how long. I've often heard stories of people who say, you know, I sent off the audition and two weeks later, I've heard nothing. So I just said, I'll move on with my life. And then a month after that, they said, oh, you've actually gotten the role. So I think that just the uncertainty around it and the uncertainty of when the next you know, at least it's not my main source of income now at the moment. It's just something that I do. You know, I it, it's not my full-time job as of yet, but I think that the uncertainty about when the next job is going to come and if it is going to come, I think is something that most people don't take, don't really realize because they just see you and they're watching you and they're like, oh, she must have a great life. But all the hard work that leads up to that, I think is, yeah, something that people often, often is untalked about, I think. 
Yeah, exactly. And there's so many actors and actresses out there. So you only see like the few, the very like 1% minority of the people who actually blow up and have like their breakthrough moment. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's what every actor hopes for, you know, just the big break to come and that you're sorted because you've gotten this one big job now and, you know, everyone knows your name. So people want you for all their projects but I think that exactly what you said that's just such a slim minority and that's what everyone's hoping for and it's almost like you know all the girls in Ireland who are my age you know we're essentially all competing for you know the the small amount of roles that are given to people my age in Ireland so I think that it's sort of competitive almost because everyone's just hoping that they'll be the next you know Saoirse Ronan or that they'll just be the next person who will make it and who will be able to live a great life of acting. I've heard a lot of actors, like when they were talking about their experience um, with casting, they're like, they walk into the casting room and it's like five different people who look pretty much exactly like them, like brunette or like blonde with like blue eyes, green eyes, whatever. And then it's like, they're literally replicas of you, but you have to bring something that's really unique. So that puts even more pressure on yourself to do well. Yeah, exactly. And I think that most of the time you just, you know, you don't know what they're looking for. And I've done a lot of workshops recently, actually, where everyone's given the same script. And so it's really interesting. You don't really normally get to see other people's interpretations. And it's crazy because you you don't realize you think this is the way I should do this audition. But the person after you could, you know, do it in a completely different way. And they could say, yeah, we really love that. So that's why we're going to give it to them. And I sort of think that you're always at the back of your mind. You're thinking, why wasn't I good enough? But I've heard so many times that, you know, you're good enough if you've been called to the audition. So it's just that what makes them more suitable for the role than you. You know, it might be something as simple as they really connected with the dad and they looked like the dad. So that looks like a real partnering of a father and a daughter, whereas you know, there mightn't have been that click between you and the dad and that's why you didn't get the role. So I think that so many different things that you're really not in control of goes into giving out the role. Even things such as, you know, you're, you could be taller and that might be suitable for the role or anything like that. So I just think that you're so not in control of what happens at the end of the day, which I think is also just really, you know, an exciting roller coaster. So <laughs> to explore, yeah. I love that you have such a positive outlook on this situation because I've heard a lot of people, they get like extremely stressed over it and like they feel very like unconfident about themselves, especially when they've been rejected, such as like being too sure or not looking how the casting directors want them to look. And so I feel like that's a very stressful process that not a lot of people talk about. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it is you know you do obviously experience sometimes where you're like god the amount of things that I've applied for you know just the the different scenarios where you could be thinking in your head that you know I've been to so many auditions in the past few months and how come nothing came through and I think that it it is really difficult to not sort of at times be thinking oh maybe I'm not cut out for this maybe I won't make it but I think that you just sort of have to say that like my love my passion for this is what really just you know makes you keep going and makes you say yeah I'm gonna work hard until until I can finally say that I've 
you know, made it. So I think that that's something that probably a lot of actors do struggle with and everyone has their hurdles that they have to overcome, I think, in this career. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Do you have any advice for other teens who would be interested in becoming more involved in the film industry? Yeah, I would think just, you know, a lot of the times you can't, you know, if you're waiting for the jobs to come to you, then it's pointless. So even me, myself at home, even if I have no auditions coming up, I say, okay, this week I might take a scene from Euphoria and record that and see how I fit in as a character like that. Or I might take, you know, a comedic scene or a scene from a drama or a romance. And I think that you always sort of have to be experimenting so that when you are offered those big roles that you can say, okay, now I know what I'm good at. Now I know my strengths and weaknesses because I've been practicing so much myself at home. And I think just really it's about pushing yourself out there and, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to email a few people today. Just let them know I'm available. I'd love to be involved in anything that you're working on. And I think that, you know, you just sort of have to push yourself out there and say to people, hello, I'm here. Please notice me and please invite me to some things that you're doing. And I think that's how you really sort of make those connections. And once you have those few connections, you know, it's all about networking, which I'm sure everyone has said to me, which I didn't really understand the definition of until a year or two ago when I, you know, went to a short film and I met so many people who said, okay, I know this person that you should email her. What if you went to this person and they could give you some advice? And that's how you really just sort of expand your empire because a lot of people do say that actors are you know self-employed people and you're just working for yourself and you just have to push out your business which is your your acting yeah you are your brand yeah that's it you hear it so often that you just have to you know do what's right for your brand and just hopefully people will buy it (laughs) it's a lot you have to consider every single small little minute factor and networking is like I've talked about this so many times because especially if you're a teen interested in working for yourself building yourself a brand you have to network (laughs) yeah exactly I think that no matter what what route you know any teens who are listening no matter what route they want to go down if you want to be self-employed you just need to get yourself out there and network you know it's such a universal thing that I think that so many opportunities come from just meeting people and sort of you know talking to other people and just it can be daunting obviously you know going up to people and speaking to people who you've never met before but I think that once you get over that initial hurdle you'll see that the amazing things that come from just sharing experiences with others and they can give you things that they've learned along the way and just yeah it's great and that's like how you got hoodwinkers too right like meeting Michael yeah yeah and it was virtually and our first time that we actually met was at the filming at his school so I, I said to Michael I just said Michael like you've never even seen me act and you've offered me a role in your film I said you don't know I could have been a catfish I could have appeared on the day <laughs> being a 30 year old man with a beard Michael like <laughs> you really took a chance oh my gosh one. that's I so know. true you could have easily catfished him <laughs> I could have I know I should have sent my dad or something and yeah. <laughs> introduce himself with me oh my god you're adding to your character <laughs> Yeah, that's it. It's like, this is just such a talent that this man's able to portray a teenage girl so well. (laughs) (laughs) So 
So um, let's answer some fun questions. So a lot of these questions I've also asked Michael. So I was interested in hearing both of your perspectives. So first of all, who would be your dream cast member to work with? Oh, okay. So somebody who I've really um, been enthralled with lately is Zendaya. Um, I'm not sure if you, yeah, I love Zendaya. I'm not sure if you've seen recently, she did a movie um, on Netflix. It was called Malcolm and Marie. And just reading about it, it was shot during COVID and it was such a small cast. And I think that it was filmed in one evening, one take, which is similar enough to Hoodwinkers. And I think that just her ability to, you know, perfect so many different characters and different personalities, you know, her in Euphoria compared to her in The Greatest Showman and her in the new movie that's coming out with Timothy Chalamet later this month. I think that she is just, she's amazing. I actually love her. She's so talented. Yes. I love her so much too. Oh my gosh. Zendaya is my girl crush. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm who doesn't have a crush on Zendaya. Wow. She is amazing. Did you see recently actually she had this amazing, um, like a wet look. Oh my God. Yes. She's gorgeous. (laughs) With with that green necklace. Oh my God. I was looking at the pictures and I was just enthralled. What a Mm -hmm. vision. And her hair. And it was so long and pretty. Oh my, god. Oh. <laughs> oh my god wow i know she's like a goddess she is oh my god. amazing i would love to have her on my podcast too i think she's she's definitely one of my dream guests yeah she just seems so like i think that that's something that a lot of actors don't seem as you know they seem a bit snobby and a bit you know once they have a good few roles under their belt they kind of seem that they're too good whereas i often see her on different you know interviews and she's just so giving and so down to earth and I think that's like she just inspires me because that's I just always want to be you know never a hierarchy between different people just because she's successful and I I think she's just she's amazing yeah she's so humble and very genuine too you did mention a little bit about how you were being filmed pretty much 24 7 when you were filming um what is your most embarrassing moment while filming hoodwinkers okay um so i think that we actually did the party scene um did you see that party scene where we were all just partying away and uh, there is actually a bit in it where we're it was just seven up in the glasses but we had to you know play drunk people were like you're really good at that and I was like guys I'm only 17 I didn't even I'm sure at that stage I had been to a party once and they were like questioning me like how are you how do you know how to do that so well and Michael showed me a few clips you know a few bloopers and he was like I swear there must have been something in that seven up I think it was just the adrenaline of the day and the excitement of it and it was just you know you sort of I think that when you're doing certain moments and when you're acting in certain bits you don't know how it looks from the other side you could think that it looks great but it couldn't it might look really (laughs) terrible so I think that that's something that's so just exciting and that you have to roll with on the day that you know you don't know how how you look doing it you could look completely ridiculous but you just have to roll with it yeah it worked out for you in the end though (laughs) yeah exactly no the party scene did turn out well I was actually laughing at that it was really good so let's get to the real question here. Was there actually anything in that 7-Up? 
<laughs> Melody, if there's families listening to this, the answer is no. <laughs> if there were not, that's a different. <laughs> Oh my god! It was filmed in the school as well, which is crazy. You know, we had we had actually spilled seven up on the table, and we we're like, the school people are going to come in the next day and be like, what was going on in this classroom? It's like, <laughs> um, should I leave right now? Like, is it seven a.m. right now? I don't know what is going on. <laughs> crazy! Oh my god! You know, I actually dance, so sometimes I would record myself. And then like in my mind, I'm doing it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks awesome. And then when I see the recording back, I'm like, oh gosh, what was I thinking? <laughs> I was I way too confident. completely relate to that or even, you know, sometimes I just like to, you know, just sing in my bedroom and just do random stuff. And you might record that thinking that you're Beyonce and you watch <laughs> it back and you're like, my ears, what was I doing? I feel sorry for my family. <laughs> It's crazy. Oh my God. It's too true. Oh my gosh. That just hit different. <laughs> oh boy. Oh gosh. Okay. You have a completely different image in your head of how it's going to turn out. And you're just like, that wasn't quite what I expected. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's awkward to say the least. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Putting it mildly. And so Moving on from being embarrassed while filming, what was one of your favorite or best moments while you were filming Hoodwinkers? I think that um, there was actually a part at the end of the day where, you know, we had sort of just taken our time and, you know, we decided that we would do lots of different takes. And the principal of the school actually came into the room and he said, okay, guys, I'm afraid I'm leaving. So you have an hour left. And we all, we had about six scenes left and we said oh no how are we going to do that and I think that just seeing how everyone came together and everyone collectively said okay what can we do to help okay Michael I'll help you I'll set up your camera I'll set up the lights I'll get you ready I'll do your hair I'll I'll get your costume ready and I think that just seeing that loveliness when when everybody comes together just to fulfill the collective goal I think it was just so wonderful to see everyone you know cooperating so well and everyone coming together to create something which was so amazing to watch last night which I think was amazing yeah oh my gosh that sounds awesome especially in those like last time crunch moments it's really when you understand like how important it is to have good communication build good relationships like you have to work and get it done within like five minutes or else it's over I know that's it and I think that all different sort of everyone's personality shines through in a crisis you know which I think is such a good telling of character um but yeah when everybody comes together just to get it done those are the moments that are just memorable yeah I love that I love that oh my gosh I want to go on a set now like I know we'll we'll fly you over to Ireland (laughs) yeah I'll go to Ireland and like be like yeah Michael where are you guys like yeah, um, it's like I'm here. <laughs> go, where's Zendaya? <laughs> I'll bring Zendaya over. <laughs> Please do, yeah. <laughs> and so, okay, this one is the question that I asked Michael, but he actually didn't have a response to it because it was pretty tough to answer. Oh. Yeah, so what's a movie title that represents your life? So it can either be... um like a movie plot or the movie name? Okay, God, yeah, I think this is 
a hard question, but I have put some thought into it. Um, I think that uh, a title that is a good representation is Just Go With It, because it's a movie with Jennifer Aniston. Um, it's on Netflix and I watched it. It's such a hilarious movie. But I think of the title, Just Go With It, because things are so uncertain and, you know, you never know. My acting teacher said to me recently, you know, your next job could be the being the voice of a cartoon and you just have to go with it. So, you know, you just have to go with it and you just have to take everything that it comes and, you know, be grateful for all the opportunities and different experiences that you get. And I think that just going into things with an open mind and, you know, looking through a unbiased glass would really just help you just say, yeah, I'm just going to go with the flow and I'm just going to take what comes. So I think that that's an, an interesting title to explore. Yeah, I love that. Just go with it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a movie plot that kind of represents your life? A movie plot? Hmm. I think that just somebody who, you know, at the start, they sort of were that young girl who was my mom actually said to me recently that when I was younger, I would always see, you know, maybe a commercial on the television and just say, mom, I want that to be me, you know, and actually recently I was in a few commercials and my mom just said that, you know, from that little girl who was looking at the TV saying, how am I going to, you know, promote the best milk in Ireland? Or how <laughs> am I going to, you know, promote these this great school uniform or something like that? Just something simple that you see people your age. And I think that just, you know, going from a little girl who sort of was looking up to these people and then, you know, maybe experienced bits where she wasn't as confident and where you were doubting yourself and then actually being the person who you always wanted to be, I think, is an amazing plot that hopefully, hopefully will just happen for everyone. That they, yeah, they always wanted to be. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with me. This has been a lovely conversation. Yes, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Where can my listeners connect with you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. I post quite a bit there, you know, all my acting experiences. So my username is Kremen Neof, which is C-R-E-M-I-N-N-I-A-M-H-H. Um, and, you know, I'll always give you a follow back and we can become online friends. And for everyone listening, also be sure to follow Study Break's Instagram at the Study Break Podcast. Tune into your favorite podcast app, follow me there, and stay tuned for a new episode every Tuesday. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.